Welcome back to uh, Moving Forward with Young Voices. And I tell you, uh, our next guest, Sean Kamak, he has a tough... It's like if you're on Johnny Carson and you're following, like, you know, kids or animals who always get the highest ratings. Because, I mean, that was... Uh, Alex was great with his uh, topic of Space Force and uh, Elon Musk and uh, SpaceX. And then I thought, wow, how are you going to talk about something more interesting than that? And the topic is actually, you know, the, the death sport that's playing out in our streets uh, between Proud Boys, Antifa, BLM, and I think just uh, anarchists, like people who just want to see uh, either they have this bloodlust or they, they want full-fledged revolution. So uh, Sean Kamak, he is the founder of the Narratives Project, and uh, you can learn more about that particular project at narrativesproject. Is it .org or .com? Uh, .com. So narrativesproject.com. Sean, uh, let me just go right to the quick of the chase here. Um, why are we seeing this? You know, I I look at the violence today and I'm like, I'm watching people sucker punch people. I'm watching people, you know, uh, rip flags or hats off people's heads uh, or busting windows. And I'm thinking to myself, when did that become acceptable discourse? When did that become acceptable behavior? Why are we seeing this today versus 2016 or even last year? Yeah, it's a it's a difficult question. Um, you know, it, it, you know, if the question is like why why is this happening, um, the the short answer is because it's fun. Like, why are people going out into the streets and, and kicking you know kicking the snot out of each other? They're they're doing it because they enjoy that, and not only do they enjoy doing that, um, but we kind of sitting in our in our uh, VIP boxes on Twitter, um, enjoy watching it. And it's, mm. it's, it's what I'm kind of calling, you know, this, this great American death sport that we've sort of, we've sort of developed where, you know, where, cause a lot of people are kind of saying that, you know, worrying that we're on the brink or we are in some sort of civil war. And, um, I don't think we are in a civil war. Um, that seems pretty clear, but it also seems pretty clear that we're, we're playing civil war where it's sort of a, we're, we're symbolically elaborating a civil war when we cheer on, you know, our preferred partisan combatants on the streets of American cities. And, and we certainly do cheer them on. Um, everybody likes seeing the bad guy get, you know, get beat up. And if you think that you're contrapartisan, um, if you're on the right, then it's, you know, Antifa, or if you're on the left, then it's the Proud Boys. Um, if you think they're the bad guy, you're going to love watching them get beaten up. And so, that's why it happens. It's because it's it's entertaining, it's fun, and people like doing it. And we are just in a, in a place where you know that's our latest entertainment. And it's it's I find it pretty troubling um, on a lot of different levels. So you know, before when we would see violence uh, done in the name of politics or policy, it was universally condemned by Democrats and Republicans. They would both come out and say, hey, you know, no place for violence in politics. You know, we work out our differences at the ballot, uh, the ballot box. You don't see that this this time around. Trump uh, was reticent to condemn the uh, the Proud Boys. And now we have Joe Biden uh, refusing uh, to condemn Antifa and BLM. 
Why do we see that? Are, are these the foot soldiers? Are these the shock troops of the respective parties now? Well, I think the respective parties are they're, they're on either side. They're trying to ride a tiger. Right. And, we'll let, you know, let, we can talk about Joe Biden on, on just just on, on this point. Um, you know, Joe, Joe Biden, Biden and, were riding the tiger. He'd be facing backwards. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just saying that's <laughs> well, he's riding it either way. He's riding it. And yeah. uh, and I, I think the reason that they do that by the, the DNC or 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 the or Trump um, is because they kind of they they see that there's a lot of energy out there, a lot of political energy out there, which is true. Um, there is a lot of political energy out there. Um, you know, people are taking to the streets and protesting and some of those protests turn into riots and they're rioting, they're smashing things up. And that's there's a lot of great energy in that. And I think they politicians being the most unscrupulous members of our society um, think that they can they can harness that energy for their political ends and they're riding a tiger that's 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 what that means they're they're riding this uncontrolled well this this seemingly control there's an illusion of control here um, and and so they're sort of they're not being as um, they're not being they're not being critical of these uh, th- this political violence because they think it can benefit them politically. Now, I, I think they're wrong. I think it's worse for everyone that this occurs. Um, but it's not just the politicians um, who are failing to condemn this. It's also people in the media. And it's also people like you and I who just sit on Twitter and watch it happen. Because um, there's, there's, there were two things I found very troubling when I watched uh, the, the violence going in D.C. this weekend between, you know, Proud Boys and, you know, Antifa, um, when they were fighting each other, is that the first thing I was very troubled about was people cheering it on on Twitter, you know, loving, loving, you know, and big name accounts, you know, some of them politicians themselves, like basically cheering this on. And that was the first thing I found troubling. The second thing I found troubling was the fact that there was a part of me that found it entertaining. There was a part of part of me, like when I just watched it, I liked it. I like, and and it that's it. It worried me so much because this is violence. It's it shouldn't be something that we like watching. But I think normal people like watching it, and I I felt that enjoyment out of it myself. And and I think for myself, that's going to require a whole lot of introspection to figure out why did I you know, why do I like these things when I see this? But I don't think I'm the only one. I clearly, there are broad swaths of people who enjoy watching their, their, you know, token bad guy get, get, you know, get the snot kicked out of them. We're talking to a Sean Kamak. Uh, He is the founder of the Narratives Project. And Sean, I've got to say, Brian, you'll know who said this, who said, you know, we have a tiger by the ears. Was that Jefferson? You know, someone said, you know, and and Sean, when you were talking about this, it it made me think of that quote where like, yeah, we have a tiger by the ears, but we really aren't in control. And I I think you're 100 percent right that they like to believe that uh, they're riding the tiger. But the reality is uh, once this genie is unleashed, you can't uh, put it back in the bottle without, in my opinion, without more violence, right? I mean, once people are out in the streets doing this, they're not the type of people that I, when you ask them to leave, and I think all we have to do is look at what happened. Was it in Seattle? They occupied that uh, six block area for, what was it, eight weeks? Right. And they weren't leaving. Eventually, you had to send in you know, the force of the state to get them out. So let me ask you this. Where does this go? We now have leaders who not are not only condemning it, they're cheering it on over their, you know, blue checked mark Twitter accounts. 
Right. How well, does it, this end? Right. Well, I don't think it ends um, anytime soon. And if you want to have any sort of intervention about something like this, you have to change the incentives. Um, why are people going into the streets and, and fighting each other and smashing windows? Because they can and because it's fun. So you have to have the, the systems level intervention you have there is changing some sort of incentive or disincentive to make it less fun. Now, some on the right will, will, will say that they want to bring in, you know, the National Guard to squash it. And I think there's a fair argument to be made there by drastically increasing the, 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 the disincentive for you know, violence in the streets. Um, other things are also, you know, cultural. I, I, you know, if I saw a friend of mine out there, uh, social, I mean, if I saw my, a friend of mine out there smashing a window, I, I would impose, to be technical about this, serious social and personal sanctions on that person. I, I would give him a piece of my mind. And I think, I think we need to be far more critical of people who are going out there and, and engaging in political violence, even though they might be doing it on our political behalf. We need to have some sort of principle here. I guess at the end of the day, we can always do what the governor of Florida has proposed. Yeah, you know, I've, I read that and I think there's something to that. Um, I, I think there's something to that. Uh, I, I, I want to see how that pans out, but, you know, by, by um, basically allowing, you know, gun owners to to defend themselves against rioters um i think there's something to that that's certainly a disincentive for going out there and rioting and, and maybe that's the kind of systems level intervention that'll work sean i gotta tell you a very depressing interview uh yeah. i was hoping you would have a rainbow and unicorns at the end of this but that wasn't meant to be we're talking to sean kamak uh you're listening to moving forward with young voices we'll be back right after this break